Welcome to Social Situation, a podcast where we chat with and celebrate leaders challenging the status quo and creating innovations in social impact. Join us for conversations around the current and future state of social impact, the value of closing the gap between for-profits and nonprofits, and the importance of taking values-informed risks in order to create the greatest impact. On this episode, we'll introduce ourselves and how we got on this crazy podcast journey through our passion for social impact. We'll interview a seasoned podcast host and self-described outsider in the nonprofit space. And we'll talk about the journey of social impact entrepreneurship and the many paths that leaders can take to get started. I'm Trevor Loke. And I'm Erin Mobile. And this is Social Situation. Welcome to Social Situation. I'm Erin Mogul, founder and CEO of Elevate Social Impact. And I'm Trevor Loke, CEO of OrgMatch. This is episode one. It's the pilot, the launch, the big reveal. Erin, we've been building up to this. We have. We have been planning for so many months and we are thrilled to be here. This podcast is all about social impact, where it is today and where it's going. It's also a great opportunity for me to talk about myself, which I will take advantage <laughs> of, but we're, we really want to uh, introduce ourselves. So let's go ahead and do that. It's, as you said, our first episode, episode one. So Trevor, first of all, how does it feel to actually be doing this? It is so unreal and exciting. I mean, how long have we been talking about this for? Definitely over six months at this point, maybe eight months, maybe longer. It's been a, a blur in the best positive, most wonderful way working with you. And so we're here at our world premiere, Erin, and I'm here in Vancouver, Canada, sunny west coast of North America. I know that, say, Erin, you're in New York City, right? Yes, absolutely. So I've been in New York since 2009, which is crazy, um, nearing 15 years here in New York City with my husband and Golden Doodle. And that's fantastic. Yeah. Having a more global perspective, I think, is something we've talked about as wanting to bring to this podcast. And so I think being on different sides of the border and also inviting people and and guests hopefully who come from all over will be an exciting opportunity to gain some some different perspectives. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like that's one of the reasons why we started this podcast in the first place, right? Really bringing a global perspective to social impact, but also making the space as accessible and welcoming to everyone that is passionate about social impact. So I'm excited for that and definitely to get perspectives from folks across the sector. So Trevor, I know that your background is in social impact in fundraising and in grant making at some really incredible, well-known organizations. And our goal with this podcast is to uncover those experiences and invite peers who do this work to share their unique perspectives on what's happening in the space and, and really how everyone can make an impact through their work and in their day-to-day life. Yeah, Erin, I think that diverse experience is one thing I'm really happy to bring to the table and share, you know, what I've seen. But it's also what I really appreciate about your background as well. You've also worked across the entire ecosystem and really seen, you know, a lot of different aspects to how social impact is achieved from large organizations to grassroots organizations, working with leaders directly. So I'm really excited to learn from you. And I, I already have learned so much just through being able to collaborate with you and work with you on this project. And I think there's there's a lot uh, that our listeners can look forward to. The feeling is mutual. Absolutely. Likewise, very, very excited to be doing this with you and to be learning from you. I know we have a lot of synergies and similarities in our background, but we've also worked in different areas of social impact. And I think that's what's exciting about this space is that 
There are so many different ways to make an impact, to prioritize giving back through your work, to prioritize sustainability and social responsibility. So really excited to dive into those conversations with you and our guests. Oh, 100%. I think I was just thinking about how inspired I was by meeting another social entrepreneur who was bringing together your expertise and passion for this field, but also starting something from scratch, being a founder of a brand new company. And I am just always really inspired to meet people who are taking these challenges on. And I, I guess I wanted to know from you, why did you start Elevate Social Impact? And tell us a little bit more about how you how you got started. Yeah, happy to share. Entrepreneurship has always been at the back of my mind. It was always something that I thought of. And I have a lot of family members and friends who have started their own businesses. So I've been kind of surrounded by that mentality of entrepreneurship or solopreneurship in my case. I still remember as a kid, I had like an ideas or inventions notebook that I like to look back on from time to time. But when I started this, it felt right. So I was fortunate to kind of work in different areas of fundraising and of the nonprofit sector. After being in that space for a while and seeing how difficult it was for us to raise those funds and keep our programs going year after year, I decided that I wanted to understand philanthropy from the other side, the corporate side. I really wanted to understand the gap that I saw that existed between the for-profit space and the nonprofit space. So I feel like it's kind of been my mission to to bridge the two. So I finally took the leap and launched Elevate Social Impact, which is a social impact consulting and coaching business. Um, So I support companies that are early in their impact journey that want to get started on social responsibility, but might not know where to begin. So I'm kind of there at that early stage to guide them on this new path. Um, And I also have had the opportunity to build out the coaching side of my business. I work with mid-career professionals that want to have jobs and careers in the social impact space. But I absolutely would love to hear about your entrepreneurship journey. I think originally it like goes back to how I was raised. And I did a lot of fundraising as a kid for causes that I cared about. And then also I didn't get an allowance. So my parents always said, like, if you want to like make money, you have to go and figure out how to do that for yourself. So I was also in scouts. I was also in school where 25% of my grade was marked on uh, community participation. And yeah, like as a nice hockey player, my, my hockey team was involved in a lot of various community initiatives. And it also set me up with an organization that hired me to to be a fundraiser for the first time. I had never known that fundraising was even a career option before. And when I had that opportunity, it really gave me a lot of insight into what we do today at OrgMatch, the company that I have founded, which was really inspired by working more in my later career with uh, funding organizations. And so at OrgMatch, we work specifically with funders who are looking to get the best insights into their decisions and their community investments that advance their goals that they're putting out into the world. And so we ultimately feel like we're trying to take on a lot of the uh, heavy, burdensome work that uh, organizations are doing as part of their community investment and ESG process, while also delivering value directly to nonprofits to make the process actually easier and more fruitful for them. So I'm really excited about uh, what we've been doing. I'm excited about the clients uh, we've had and and how we've been growing. So yeah, really looking forward to what the future holds. Let's jump into the podcast, right? Let's talk about this podcast. I'd love to hear more about your impetus for even wanting to start a podcast. Where did that idea come from? I think a huge part of it was knowing that we're, we're taking on this huge 
challenge in terms of starting new organizations, trying to build business, trying to generate thought leadership in the world. And I thought like there's so much overlap in terms of uh, what we're trying to do. And so I know a lot of folks who listen to podcasts and I thought, okay, so that might be the best way to try to connect with them or at least find some time where uh, folks can just sort of reflect a little bit, maybe get some ideas how they can make a difference or maybe just even someone who has never thought about this before and is maybe looking to get started and having built this project with you since then, I think it's just uh, reinforced those beliefs. These collaborations are what I'm all about. Um, and I truly feel that together we can make an even greater impact and reach a broader audience and bring even more incredible guests to this podcast. So thank you, Trevor. Very excited to get started on this journey with you. Looking to make an impact, but not sure where to start? Elevate Social Impact, a purpose-driven consulting and coaching practice, helps companies develop their CSR strategies and embed a culture of giving back into their brand. And they guide individuals looking for fulfilling careers in social impact. Whether you're wanting to grow your company's give back efforts or find values alignment and make a greater difference through your work, Elevate Social Impact is excited to equip you with the knowledge, resources, and tools that you need to get started. Check out elevatesocialimpact.com today to learn more. All right, Erin, it's time for Let's Get Social. Every week, we'll choose a topic of focus and bring on guests to join us. Today's topic is something you and I are passionate about and living day to day, social entrepreneurship. Today to join us, we're inviting fellow social entrepreneur, podcaster, and all-around nice guy, and I have to say the most soothing voice in show business, Puya Parak. Puya is the co-founder and CEO of Match Nice a social impact tech startup on a mission to connect the nonprofit ecosystem and maximize social impact. With a focus on building a new kind of impact-centric and donation-matching fundraising platform for nonprofits and donors. He is also the host and producer of The Nonprofit Lab, a podcast dedicated to the journey of discovery in the nonprofit sector that challenges the status quo and asks how we can all be a bigger part of social change. Puya has been an invaluable resource in helping us to get started on this crazy podcast journey. Welcome, Puya. Thank you so much for joining us on Social Situation. We are so excited to have you here. And we wanted to jump right in and get to know you a little bit better. As co-founder and CEO of Match Night, you are a self-described outsider in the social impact space. And we're wondering, what was the aha moment that started you on the Match Nice journey? And what keeps you going with this work today? Well, thank you for having me on, Aaron and Trevor. And congratulations on the launch of the Social Situation podcast. It's an honor to be the first guest on your show. I still kind of consider myself a little bit of an outsider. And I, and I keep that mindset to stay curious and open-minded about really the state of the nonprofit sector and how I can be a part of the future of where the sector needs to go to be more sustainable. For me, the journey into the nonprofit sector has really felt like a natural progression based on my own core values and, and interests. I've always kind of self-defined my inner purposes, connecting with and helping others. And 
I've been able to do that inside and outside of work, but my career path has been one that's really gone from the for-profit sector, living through that purpose of listening to diverse stakeholders and taking their feedback to inform large-scale like digital transformations. And that mission connection has been always something that has been the ultimate motivator for me. Like, what's the impact of the work that I'm doing in the world and really connecting back to the why. For me, the aha moment started while I was actually working full-time as a consultant and volunteering for a really great nonprofit, national nonprofit called Beat the Streets. So they're a youth development uh, nonprofit focused on taking middle school and high school wrestlers, giving them mentorship and all the tools they need to succeed. And while I was uh, volunteering as a mentor there, it struck me that college and university wasn't really the best option or a viable next step for some of the students going through the program. So I asked myself, what else could there be? How might we bridge the gap that exists here? I started doing some research and found another nonprofit called Year Up, and they take 18 to 24-year-old students with or without college education and provide them with career training and then match them with Fortune 500 companies for internships. And I said, oh, here's a really great mission aligned connection that's mutually beneficial to both organizations. And that's when it clicked for me. How many more of these mission aligned partnerships could there be? And what if the answer to maximizing social impact wasn't necessarily me starting another nonprofit, but focusing on how to connect the dots between mission aligned nonprofits, businesses, communities, and even the government to maximize that impact. That was like the spark and it's the core of the mission for what we're pursuing at MatchNice. And it's one of those missions that's bigger than any one of uh, me and my team members and something that I, I think is going to continue to be part of our North Star of aiming to achieve. But it's definitely a, a lifelong problem to be working towards. Your journey from this different sector into your work as a volunteer, all the way to solving problems and really being that connector between nonprofits is incredible. I think there needs to be more of what you're putting out there into the world. For our listeners that are not familiar with Match Nice, if you could share a little bit about the mission and vision of Match Nice. So we are a pre-seed social impact startup. Uh, I have two co-founders, shout out to Madeline and Ibrahim if they're listening to this episode. And we currently have about five nonprofits that we're working with. And what we're doing is we're helping nonprofits really tell the story of how their mission and the work that they're doing ties back to the ask for a donation and really also trying to solve this problem of maximizing recurring donations because we know that's a big issue in digital fundraising is donor retention. Because as we know, you know, the fundraising stats right now aren't exactly super encouraging. Individual giving has been going down for the last couple of years. And there's a, an issue with just the status quo of how fundraising is. And for our nonprofit listeners right now, like if you have a case statement that's really kind of painting the vision of what your mission is and your vision for the organization, how you're using your funds, 
we're really helping organizations take that kind of language and transform it into a digital donation experience. So we're also looking at the donation matching element. And this is something that we're really excited to be exploring. We're we're actually meeting as a team coming up in the next month to really focus on that. That's kind of a nice strategic pivot that we're making in our product solution. And we've learned a ton in our pilot program so far. That's kind of like from mission to where we are with our pilot to also where we're thinking of going in the future. I love how you approach the entrepreneurship. And I love that we all come from different angles too. And your background is as an engineer. So I just want to know, like, how does an engineering mindset help you to advance the mission of what you're of what you're working on? So industrial engineering is a really technical, but also soft skill engineering degree where typically your objective as an industrial engineer is to try to optimize a system to to maximize output and like minimize waste. I think the way that I've applied that throughout my career and really in the nonprofit sector is through a human-centered design approach. Almost every consulting project I've been on and the way that we've approached the design for MatchNice is ask the people who are working in the sector day-to-day, ask the executive directors, board members, development officers, program leaders, donors, foundations, all of the various stakeholders in the nonprofit ecosystem, what's working, what's not, what are the challenges that you have when it comes to insert problem frame? For us, that problem frame is right now focused on digital fundraising. So at the end of the day, there's like two big customers for us, and that's the nonprofits themselves, um, as well as the donors. If we can help make the connection between those two in the beginning uh, really well, then we're also going to see a, a larger benefit and impact to the communities that those nonprofits are serving. And for you personally, has there been someone in your life that's left a particular impression or that inspires you to continue this mission despite the challenges, despite the hardships that you face? Um, many people come to mind. Honestly, Every person I've connected with that is working in the nonprofit sector fuels the fire that I have. Like it's it's so life-giving to recognize everyone who's working in the sector kind of having a connection back to our mission and working towards a better whole. That's like my perpetual source of uh, inspiration. But I think also I'd say uh, my mom. I've seen um, firsthand the sacrifices that my mom and my parents made to get us to the U.S. and to afford us the opportunities that we have. And there's a moral sense and obligation to want to make the most of that and to give back as much as I can. And this comes back to the mission uh, and, 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 and the legacy that I mentioned of just wanting to ripple that kindness back out and reflect that back out. I understand that you're training for an Ironman 70.3. So a couple of questions here. First of all, what is an Ironman 70.3? An Ironman is just a triathlon, which is three events chained together. It's a swim a bike, and then a run. And the 70.3 is the half version of a full Ironman, which is about a 1.2 mile 
swim followed by like a 56 mile or something bike ride and then a 13.1 mile run a half marathon at the end of that so i'm hoping to finish somewhere in like the the six to eight hour range on that i think i did a 5k once and that was a lot for me so i'm curious about how this training relates to having a healthy mind and being a good leader and entrepreneur i think this relates to anybody no matter what you're doing in life i think self-care is the most selfless thing you can do because when you're taking care of yourself you have the access to show up for others in a more meaningful way and no matter what we're doing in life things can get pretty overwhelming and hectic and there's just so many different like levels of obstacles that we face every day for me it's really a twofold thing one is like personally continuing to challenge myself and that really directly translates to my determination resiliency and ability to overcome adversity off the field out of the arena of physical sports and all of that even the simple act of pausing to take a deep breath once a day can even be transformative but self-care so 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 important i'd love to hear where puya is 10 years from now what sort of impact are you making and where is match night it's a great question i certainly have a mindset of being in the present and focusing on what's right in front of me. For Match Nice, at least, we're much closer to achieving our mission of connecting the nonprofit ecosystem and, and maximizing social impact. But I'm also really interested in that connection point between nonprofits and businesses, nonprofits and communities from a volunteering perspective, nonprofits and government from a grants and policy making perspective. 10 years from now, I, I hope that I can see clearly that the work that my team and I have been doing has led to some foundational and transformative positive changes in the sector where we are meeting some of the larger goals that we have as uh, United Nations Sustainable Development Goals. And I hope to have a really nice garden. I like really want to just get out and garden more <laughs> like with with my wife. Uh, maybe I have a yoga studio and maybe I'm doing some more work in the mental health space because that's something I'm also very passionate about. So I love that. And I just have to say your emphasis and focus on self-care and mental health is really inspiring to me and I'm sure to our audience as well. So thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah, thank you so much for all the thoughtful, personalized questions. I really appreciate you coming on today. And if you like what you've heard, please visit matchnice.org. That's matchnice.org. And whether you're a nonprofit or a donor, help Puya and the Matchnice team achieve their mission of bringing better donor experiences to nonprofits digitally. You can sign up. I believe you have a pilot program right now that nonprofits can sign up to. So now is a great time if you're listening to uh, sign up to be part of it. Thank you, Puya. Thank you both. Thank you for listening. We will be right back. 
$60 billion is being given by companies to nonprofits in 2024 to maximize regulatory benefits and manage reputation for employees and customers. Some companies are struggling. The rest are using OrgMatch because OrgMatch optimizes this process, saving time and money required in due diligence, research, and administration, while increasing confidence in the impact and investment earned. That's why community investment teams around the world are trusting OrgMatch to get the job done. Find out for yourself by going to orgmatch.com, that's O-R-G-M-A-T-C-H.com, to get started now for free. All right, Aaron, well, it is time for that part of the show where we talk about what's on our minds and whether it's predictions or recommendations or something else altogether. I know there's a lot. So tell me, Aaron, what's what's been on your mind? So I'm always looking at companies that are doing ESG well and in creative ways, especially companies that involve and engage not just their internal employees in their give back efforts, but also their customers. I'm also thinking a lot about my wardrobe. It's been exciting to see the change in season, although not today, but um, shortly coming. And I wanted to share a really cool deal from one of my favorite clothing stores called Madewell. Um, so they are a really awesome company and that they prioritize their sustainability efforts. They invite customers to bring a pre-loved pair of full-length denim jeans to any Madewell store. And then not only do you get $20 off your next pair, but they will then send your jeans to ThreadUp to be resold. So they really believe in upcycling and really reducing our waste. And if ThreadUp is for any reason unable to resell your jeans or refurbish them, they will instead be turned into housing insulation for communities in need. So I thought this was a pretty cool thing that Madewell has going on. It's an ongoing program. There's no end date to it. So definitely anyone that has those old jeans laying around, check out Madewell, bring in your old jeans. And also, if you don't have Madewell where you live, there are many other companies that have really cool sustainability programs like theirs. So I definitely recommend you check out your favorite clothing stores and see what sort of opportunities they are providing to consumers to engage with their company in a really meaningful and impactful way. So definitely recommend everybody check out that sort of a program. I love that, Erin. And I'm going to write to Madewell and try to get them to open up a store in Vancouver because I've just been looking <laughs> at their website as you've been describing them. And first of all, like so fashion forward, love their approach in terms of making sustainability accessible for consumers. Absolutely. Let me know if they end up opening up in Canada. That is awesome. Trevor, I want to pass it to you. What's been on your mind recently? Yeah, aside from letter writing uh, people to open stores, I've been doing a lot of reading. One of the books I read recently is called The Mom Test by Rob Fitzpatrick. And I wanted to recommend that for our listeners because we're in a world where we're chatting with people all of the time and we are always wanting feedback in terms of what we're working on, what our goals are, how we can be better. And The Mom Test is really about anybody who's trying to find simple ways to get the truth and good feedback from people by asking good questions without putting someone in the position where they're going to feel like they're hurting your feelings by giving you that feedback. And so the mom test is really good at being able to get you to think about the types of questions you can ask your customers, maybe your partner 
stranger or a family member, depending on whatever the issue is, and dive to the heart of what you're trying to understand or get get to know. And so for our company at OrgMatch, we're a software company. We're doing a lot of internal building around uh, trying to solve clients' value and really get to the heart of what uh, they want delivered. And so sometimes, especially in the beginning of our company, we're asking the wrong questions and therefore we were building the wrong solutions. And so by asking the right questions, we're really able to dive into the heart of what's the value that we can provide for our customers so that they're getting better uh, quality service and that they're happier at the end of the day. So we would highly recommend the mom test for anyone, uh, regardless of the project you're working on or what you're trying to improve. It's a great way to get you thinking about how you communicate with the people that can give you that feedback. That is so awesome, Trevor. I'm definitely going to check out that book. Um, It sounds like it's been a really rewarding read for you in terms of how you run your business. And I think just in terms of relationship building in general, which is so important in our professional lives to meet people where they're at. I think that's what it's all about. We don't all have it figured out. And especially when we're trying to support our clients, making sure that we are asking of them questions that will help us to better serve them, but also help them to better realize maybe their pain points or challenges and also open up new opportunities and new ways of thinking for them. So thank you so much for sharing. Definitely adding it to my list of books that I must read. Yes, that's awesome. It's uh, always a good time to pick up a book. So yeah, I'll try to uh, think of other recommendations. Love that. Absolutely. I think new pair of jeans, new book, can't lose there. Both great things as we approach this new season. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for uh, the recommendation, Erin. And that uh, brings us to the end of the episode. The Social Situation Podcast is sponsored by OrgMatch and Elevate Social Impact. This podcast was created, written, and co-hosted by Trevor Loke and Erin Mogul. Today's guest was Puya Porak, co-founder and CEO of MatchNice.org. Please visit socialsituationpodcast.com to keep in touch with us and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.